In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and quoting the high priest Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, BlackRock understands that not only Bitcoin has a future, so why muddy the waters with Ishcoin ETFs that distract the market? The SEC serves. BlackRock. And speaking of BlackRock, BlackRock's new spot Bitcoin ETF crosses over $10 billion in assets under management, according to the latest from the Bloomberg analysts. We'll also be discussing the fact that this week we had over 30,000 Bitcoin purchased by the ETFs and the new Bitcoin produced by the miners, only 6,100. And there's about to be a supply shock in roughly around the time of the halving, big time in 50 days. We're also going to be discussing BlackRock Spot Bitcoin ETF launches in Brazil officially. Now, Brazil has a population of over 200 million people, and their ETF market secures for 4% of the total Bitcoin supply. We'll also be discussing Kiyosaki Rich Dad thanking Bitcoin for challenging the U.S. dollar and restoring integrity to money. Preach. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin metric repeats bull move that saw up to 1,900% Bitcoin price gains. We'll also be discussing the latest from Michael Saylor's Bitcoin Atlantis 2024 talk along with his $10 million Bitcoin price prediction. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more family in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is episode number 1567. I'm your host, JV. Happy Sat Stack and Saturday, March 2nd, 2024. February was just the greatest appreciation of roughly 20,000 US dollars in a calendar month. And we were just thinking about how long it took for Bitcoin to achieve its first 20,000 price target back in 2017. So if we launched in 2009, that's like eight years. So we just achieved in one month what took Bitcoin eight years to accomplish. Pretty phenomenal. And it's the year of the having. Let that sink in. But anyways, family, let's kick it off with our market watch. Pump the likes to pump the stream. I greatly appreciate the support. As you can see here, a little correction, but still maintaining above 62,100 for the king at the time of the live stream. We also have Ether trading above 3,400. And finally, XRP having a little pumpage. Uh, now up 6% on the day trading at 63 cents. Also Cardano. Uh, most the alts are back in the green minus Solana, but Sheeb is still in the show up 46% and even Bitcoin Cash up a whopping 50%, which is mind boggling. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at 2.35 trillion with roughly 99 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 52.1% with the Ether dominance a little declining as well at 17.6%. It seems the alts are still in the show. And uh, here's the performers top for the past 24 hours. We got Bitcoin Cash up 51%, Shiba up 28% and Floki up 35%. Below that, Scam Coin, Terra Classic, and Scam Token, Satoshi Vision. Go figure. Below that, EOS, Kronos, Clayton, and Sats. Now, which altcoins in particular are you most bullish on for this bull run family? Let your boy know in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the daily. You can see the majority of the alts 
soaring. Hence why it feels like we're in an alt season right now. Typically after Bitcoin makes a nice pump, the alts follow. And you got to keep in mind, Bitcoin just pumped roughly 45% in the month of February. And now the alts are kind of enjoying in that basking glory, if you know what I mean. And zooming out on the monthly insane gains, some of these alts up several hundred percent. I mean, where do you see this in the stock market? I don't think it even exists. Pepe up almost 400%. Floki up almost 400%. Uh, Worldcoin, 244 percent whiff looks like another dog meme coin interestingly enough up almost 500 percent and the list goes on and on stacks up 100 percent beam 100 percent ajax 271 percent theta 119 percent sheeb 146 percent and checking out the crypto greed and fear index we're currently rated in 80 in extreme greed same as yesterday and uh amongst the highest we have seen this in three years last week was a 72 and uh last month a 63 family in greed and checking out the bitcoin having countdown now only only 49 more days until the most significant event that occurs only every four years in the crypto sphere. We call it the Bitcoin halving. The estimated date that this is going to take place is April 21st, 2024. Let's freaking go. Let's continue. Let's dive into some Bitcoin TA and check out the charts. You know, we love doing our astrology for men. Anyways, Bitcoin analyst Plan B predicts 10 months of face-melting FOMO. My question for y'all, are you ready, like genuinely ready, for 10 months of face-melting FOMO? Holla at your boy. The Bitcoin bull market officially started March 1st, according to synonymous quantitative analysts, Plan B, creator of the controversial stock-to-flow model, which we always cover here in the show. The Bitcoin accumulation phase has officially ended, along with the easy Bitcoin buying ops, according to Plan B in his post where he shared the chart. Now, quoting him here, bull market has started. If history is any guide, we'll see 10 months of face-melting FOMO. Extreme price pumps combined with multiple 30% drops. Now, let's analyze the stock-to-flow chart here. Do you notice a pattern? Blue is the accumulation dots. Let's start all the way at the end where you see 2024, there's one red dot. That means the accumulation phase is officially over. So as of March 1st of this year, yesterday, we have officially ascended into the bull market. Now look at every previous halving cycle that come before us. Notice how many red dots. The previous one was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine-ish. The one before that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The one before that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Before that in 2011, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the pattern is we're going to get consecutive these nine dots potentially could be 11 dots for all we know or seven dots who knows but the point is the bull market has officially began let's get it numbers don't lie charts don't lie synonymous analyst prediction came two days after bitcoin breached sixty thousand for the first time in almost two and a half years bitcoin fell a quarter of a percent but has been correcting but expect more extreme volatility the current high for the past three years is actually 60 64 which we recently tapped a couple of days ago while the stock to flow model gained popularity in the 2021 bull run is far from being perfect price oracle. According to the chart, Bitcoin should have breached that six-figure milestone in early August of 2021 when Bitcoin was trading at around 44000 Ethereum co-founder Vitalik has also criticized the stock-to-flow model for giving investors a false sense of certainty. Now, I would say a false sense of certainty is Ethereum having an infinite 
max supply. What do you guys think? Plan B's predictions are in line with other expectations, according to Vettel, a senior analyst of K33 Research. Bitcoin usually consolidates during the period immediately after the halving, but rallies in the following months, as shared here. While the immediate post-halving performance has tended to be sluggish, each halving has proven to be a solid point to enter the market. 150 to 400 days after the halving tends to be the sweet spot. The G spot, baby. I'm just saying. Where the compounding effects of subdued minor selling pressure impact Bitcoin positively, directionally, and beyond the much anticipated having, the recently approved spot Bitcoin ETFs have also contributed to the growing investor interest in Bitcoin and its subsequent price appreciation. Bitcoin saw a 3% correction after Grayscale's recent conversion of their GBTC, uh, tr basically their Bitcoin trust, dumping almost 600 million worth of Bitcoin on February 29th. But despite the outflows, the Bitcoin price is still up over 22% during the past week. And as I mentioned, in the month of February, we did roughly 45% gains, which is not typical, especially during a February family. But we got to keep in mind the four-year cycle, having in less than 50 days. And excluding the Grayscale ETF, the nine new spot ETFs recorded over $2 billion in combined daily volume for the second consecutive day, February 28th. The new ETFs accounted for 75% of the new Bitcoin investments since their launch January 11th. According to CryptoQuant, the ETFs have introduced passive price agnostic demand for the first time in Bitcoin history, which will lead to new all-time highs before the end of this year. According to a research report by Bitfinex analysts, quoting them here, our analysis forecasts a conservative price objection or objective of 100 to 120,000 to be achieved by quarter four 2024 and the cycle peak to be achieved sometime in 2025 in terms of total crypto market capitalization. And quoting the high priest Bitcoin Max Kaiser regarding this quote, Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse believes that the US SEC will approve the spot exchange traded funds based on crypto tokens other than Bitcoin. I think it's inevitable that there'll be multiple ETFs around different tokens. And then Max corrected this and said, this is false. BlackRock understands that only Bitcoin has a future, so why muddy the waters with Ishcoin ETFs that distract the market? Good question. The SEC serves BlackRock. Uh, the next story is uh, BlackRock uh, achieving a big milestone of $10 billion in assets under management as far as the Bitcoin ETF is concerned. So here's the latest. BlackRock's new spot Bitcoin ETF has already crossed $10 billion in assets under management, according to Balchunez, the senior ETF analyst over at Bloomberg. He notes that the iShares Bitcoin Trust, which is iBit, became one of only 52 ETFs out of the 3,400 to cross that 10 billion mark. The Bloomberg analyst says crossing the first 10 billion mark is tough for ETS because so much of the initial assets under management has come from flows. But adding 10 billion after an ETF has already surpassed the first mark, easier because the market appreciation becomes a bigger variable. Look at that chart, man. Again, seven weeks. Let that sink in. Now, the 10 newly approved spot Bitcoin ETFs witnessed 92 million of positive flows on Thursday. According to BitMEX, iBit itself saw nearly 604 million worth of positive flows alone, though that was largely counteracted by Grayscale, which witnessed nearly 600 million in negative flows, as outlined here in these charts. So of the 10 new ETFs, Grayscale is the only one that isn't an entirely new product. After the US SEC issued a flurry of Bitcoin ETF approvals in January, January, the crypto-focused asset management giant converted its existing flagship product, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, into an exchange-traded fund listed on the exchange NYSE 
ARCA. Now, as pointed out here by Bitwise CEO Matt Hoogan, here's the weekly summary from February 24th to March 1st. Keep it simple. There is more demand than new supply. And as he points out in one week, Bitcoin purchased by ETFs is over 30,000. And the new Bitcoin produced by miners, only 6,000. So what is that? Almost, what is it, five or six times the supply. And again, the daily issuance of the miners uh, being awarded the, you know, from the blocks are about to be chopped in half. So you run the math. Supply shock, family, incoming. But anyways, fam, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss this launch of the Brazil ETF, which officially just went live, I believe, yesterday on Friday. So let's break this one down. So yeah, uh, let's start right here. Karina Sade, president of BlackRock in Brazil, highlighted the company's commitment to providing high quality access vehicles to investors in the digital asset market. Quoting her here, iBit39 is a natural progression of our efforts over many years and builds on the fundamental capabilities we have established so far in the digital asset market. And Felipe Guncalov's superintendent in the interest and currency products at B3 discussed the growth and the listed crypto market in Brazil. He noted that the market, which started in 2021, now has 13 ETFs with total assets of 2.5 billion in their currency, which I think it's, is it the real in uh, Brazil, which is roughly 505 million USD, so roughly a half a billion. Now, while the market experienced fluctuations in its early years, it reached an eye-catching daily trading volume of 30 million reels, which is 6.6 million by the end of the last year, according to local media reports in Brazil, and also mentioned investors in crypto ETFs include institutional investors, such as funds and individual investors, with a current number of 170,000 liquidity in the market is provided by non-residents investing in B3 as a whale. Now, IBIT39 will reportedly have a management fee of a quarter percent with a one-year waiver that reduces the fee to 0.12% once the fund reaches its first $5 billion in assets under management. The product will be made available to the general public, allowing broader participation in the Bitcoin market. Now, we already discussed that the overall inflows of BlackRock have already exceeded $10 billion, which is historical, which means the fact the ETF secured 4% of the total Bitcoin supply is a very significant milestone. Just for some perspective, it took MicroStrategy four years, them being the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on the balance sheet. It took them four years to acquire 190000 Bitcoin, I think right now they hold roughly 193,000. So BlackRock just blowing through these numbers, which is unprecedented, and especially for an ETF. But the Bitcoin ETF is unlike any other ETF to ever exist because it's the first time there's an ETF with a finite limited supply. Uh, seventh, appreciate the sub family. Let's get it. Anyways, next story of the day. Let's discuss the latest with uh, Rich Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, and uh, what he has to share. Just give me a second to pull this baby up. Here we go. So yeah, uh, Rich Dad made a statement on X regarding Bitcoin as an alternative currency to the dollar. Rich Dad, uh, as we know, best-selling author from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, hence the name Rich Dad. I still call him Rich Dad. Thanks, this is what he shared. Thank you, Bitcoin, for doing your job, uh, kicking the fake US dollar's butt and bringing integrity back to the dollar. Earlier in the month, Rich Dad predicted Bitcoin to reach 100 Gs by June, which we covered here in the show. How many of you agree that we will hit 100,000 by June as BlackRock, not BlackRock, but Rich Dad is calling for, let me know. He clarified that a Bitcoin price drop wouldn't deter him as he would view it as a B3 
ETFD buying opportunity, while he anticipates a surge for Bitcoin and silver. And ironically, the Bitcoin market cap just recently surpassed that of silver or is very close, like neck and neck right now. Can someone confirm that? I know they're like with very, very close to each other. He believes the gold prices can crash all the way down to 1200. Someone shared in the live chat yesterday that gold hit an all-time high yesterday. Can someone confirm that if it's true as well? And following the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETS by the US SEC, the famous author increased his Bitcoin holdings. He also urged investors to consider both Bitcoin and Bitcoin ETFs while highlighting the significance of the upcoming Bitcoin halving. Now, my recommendation is self-custody. However, if you're in a position where, let's say, you have a retirement fund or 401k and it's impossible for you to self-custody, then the next best option may be the Bitcoin ETF or MicroStrategy stock or something similar of that nature. But I would say if you have the ability to self-custody, there's no second best because you must own the private keys to to own the underlying asset. And if you purchase the ETF, you don't own the keys. Someone else owns it. So you got to keep that in mind for those that don't know. Rich Dad consistently criticized fiats like the dollar calling them fake money because it is. He contrasts this with gold and silver, which he terms God's money and Bitcoin, which he views as the people's money. Last November, he emphasized that fiat money isn't safe, urging investors to protect themselves from the central banking cartels. I second that. The renowned author has repeatedly promoted Bitcoin as protection against wealth erosion caused by the Fed and Wall Street bankers. In January, he warned investors about ballooning U.S. national debt and advised them to buy Bitcoin as a potential safeguard. He also predicts a global economic downturn and even a collapse of the American empire, mirroring the fall of the roaming empire. Powerful words right there. Let me know if you agree, fam, with Rich Dad, Hollich Boy. Anyways, um, next story of the day, we discussed the latest from Rich Dad. Now let's discuss this $180,000 target, followed by a $10 million price prediction by the Giga Chad himself, Michael Saylor, and his latest from Bitcoin Atlantis. He was just given a big speech at. Uh, but yeah, we'll start here. The headline reads, Bitcoin metric repeats the bull move that saw up to 1,900%. Bitcoin price gains. Bitcoin now has a shot of hitting 180,000 if a new a bull signal repeats these historical gains. As Caleb Franzen, founder of Cubic Analytics, suggested that Bitcoin price returns could hit 260% from the current levels this cycle. Bitcoin has added more than 43% in February alone, but a long-term Bitcoin price metric is already calling for much higher levels. Analyzing the Williams percentage R oscillator on three-year timeframes, Franzen revealed a rare bullish signal flashing for only the fourth time ever, quoting him here. Bitcoin just completed the highest monthly close since October 21st, but it gets even better and more bullish. The 36-month Williams percentage oscillator closed above the overbought level for the fourth time in history. Now, this oscillator is used to gauge the strength of the Bitcoin price trends. He also showed that the tool was essential in charting the start of Bitcoin's recovery from the 2022 bear market lows. And while it was 12-month timeframes in play then, now an even rarer occurrence is back. The 36-month Williams oscillator is headed into overbought territory above negative 20, quoting him here. I say it all the time, and I'll continue to repeat it. Overbought signals are incredibly bullish and should be viewed as momentum signals, not signals to fade. Prior signals appeared in 2013, 2016, and 2020, all years, marking the early innings 
of the Bitcoin bull market. While the returns have decreased each cycle from 1900% in 2013 to 260%, in 2020, even matching the latter would produce 180,000 Bitcoin price action. He nonetheless acknowledged that even these unusual events should not be treated as a guarantee of future performance. Quoting him again, the same analysis that I shared for the 12 million and 24 million Williams percentage R signals have worked perfectly. However, this study guarantees nothing. It simply tells us how market participants have behaved in the past when investor behavior was similar from a statistical perspective. This study is unequivocally bullish, but we should view it simply as improving bullish probabilities rather than being outright bullish from a binary perspective. Now let's discuss the relative strength index known as the RSI, extending bullish trends into the monthly timeframes as outlined here in the chart. On the daily timeframes, this is firmly overbought, briefly passing 80 out of 100, referring to the crypto greed and fear index we touched upon earlier as well, ironically enough, also in the 80. Now in late December, the daily RSI executed a form of reset, which preceded Bitcoin's initial push higher into the launch of the Bitcoin ETFs. And what's more, monthly time frames look even more optimistic with the RSI now only entering the overbought zone. I mean, if you look at the charts, it don't matter if it's the weekly, the monthly, the yearly, the all-time high, the four hour, the one hour, the 15 minute, the one second. They're all killing it right now. Just saying family. Now for our feature story of the day, the Giga Chad Michael Saylor predicting Bitcoin to rise and skyrocket 160X to $10 million per coin. Let's break this down. He was just recently in Atlantis at the event, giving some speeches. I'm gonna give you the highlights from what he shared and break all this down for you, family. If you're just joining us, pump the likes, to pump the stream, the headline reads, Michael Saylor's Bitcoin Atlantis 2024 talk, empowering individuals with digital assets. But first I wanna give you this uh, interview, which I transcribed, where he talks about Bitcoin going 425X, which at today's price is now 160X to hit the $10 million target. So quoting him here, because Bitcoin is just pure money, it's just as effective at 100,000 a coin as it is at 10,000 a coin. And at a million a coin, it's just as effective. And at 10 million a coin, it's probably more compelling at 10 million a coin than 1 million or 100,000 a coin. It's kind of a universally scalable asset that gets less risky. The only thing that is going to change, in my opinion, is when it was super risky and scary, below 10,000, you were getting 100 to 200% a year annualized gains. And then when it got a bit more understandable between 10,000 and 100,000, your gains go to 40 or 50% a year, and then at some point, they go to 30% and then 20%, and in the extreme, if everybody in the world understood Bitcoin, it would be 20, 30, 40% of the wealth in the world, check it out. So it would be 200 to $300 trillion in today's dollars. Like, whoa, referring to the market cap fam. And then the price would be appreciating at the rate of global inflation in the fiat currency. So if the gold inflation rate remains a seven, it would still remain a seven, and then it would appreciate a little bit more because of the productivity of the people that adopt it as a treasury reserve asset. So what are your thoughts on that family? And could you ever imagine Bitcoin tapping into $300 trillion of all the money and wealth in the world? That'd be pretty lit. And where do you think the price would be? Can you see a $100 million Bitcoin price as he is actually predicting? Let me know. Now for the highlights from the recent interview 
not interview, but the speech he gave in uh, Atlantis at this event. Here are the highlights. I'm gonna just read them out loud and you could actually check the show notes below the video in the description to get access to the 51 minute speech you can see here uh, on your screen. It's actually on the right, the sailor video on this page. So here you go. Bitcoin is the best asset because it is digital, making it digital capital, digital property, and digital wealth. The story of civilization is about purging toxicity from our systems, including toxic money, which has been holding us back for 5,000 years. Preach. Bitcoin empowers everyone to live their best possible life, bringing economic and political freedom, control of destiny, and emotional security. Bitcoin is empowerment and hope for the individual and a foundation to support families for generations. The promise of technology is to come up with the science to figure out what's toxic and solve the problem. That is the story of civilization. Bitcoin's half-life of forever makes it a solution for nonprofits and governments to thrive in the 21st century. Bitcoin is the most powerful computer network in the world, not a scam or a pyramid scheme. Now, Bitcoin's impact goes beyond individuals and will have a significant influence on the rest of the world. The massive adoption of exchange-traded funds, buying and trading Bitcoin will have a profound impact on economies and society. And over time, Bitcoin will become more understood and embraced, leading to more people joining the network and participating. Bitcoin grows stronger with every new participant at any level, whether they're talking crap, unsure, liking it, or debating it. Keep that in mind, Peter Schiff. Next time you bash Bitcoin, you're only helping promote it. Now for some of the Q&As which were discussed with Sailor. What is Bitcoin and who is it for? Bitcoin is a digital asset that can impact corporations, individuals, and governments, and it's for everyone. And the speaker has spent a lot of time researching and preparing their views on the topic, clearly. How much Bitcoin uh, be described, or how can Bitcoin be described as a digital asset? Bitcoin is the best digital asset representing digital capital, property, wealth, and should not be solely viewed as digital money. It is a store of value that protects individual sovereignty, allowing people to achieve their hopes. What roles do companies and banks play in the Bitcoin network? Companies and banks are slowly adopting Bitcoin with CEOs and individuals owning it privately while waiting for the political environment to change so they can buy it corporately. Banks play a crucial role in financial security and asset transfer and will eventually hold Bitcoin on the balance sheet. How can Bitcoin benefit governments and nonprofits? This is actually a good question. Bitcoin can help countries lower taxes. Let's go! <laughs> Strengthen their currencies, defend their sovereignty, and improve their economies, just like uh, Bukele did in El Salvador. And it needs people to advocate for it to improve the world. Nonprofits are important contributors to the economy, education, empowering and expanding the Bitcoin network, driving engagement, providing advocacy, and spreading ideas globally. And for the final question, what is the significance of Bitcoin and the digital transformation of capital? and energy. The digital transformation of capital and energy means that every person, family, corporation, government, and movement can achieve their greatest aspirations. And Bitcoin is for everyone. It represents the digital transformation of capital and energy, and every new participant at any level makes Bitcoin stronger. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Giga Chad, and what are your thoughts on hitting some of these bullish price predictions. And now here's a little clip from the speech he just gave from this event. Now we all know Bitcoin is the best asset. You agree? Agreed. And there, there is no second best asset. Facts. If you agree with that fam, again, put a one in the live chat. If you believe there is no second best 
crypto asset. And that is why we are here, right? Because we need an asset. Bitcoin is the best. There is no second best. Precisely why we're here right now, family. There's a guy at the front door. He charges tick admission. And if it's not going to zero, it's going to a million. It's either Bats. nothing, right? If it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And you can, you can buy a ticket for a dollar. You don't need the ticket. You like it outside. Appreciate everyone in the live chat with the ones. Lighten it up right now. Cheers. And of course, we now know that it's not getting banned, right? There's no way that Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, the human race has never had an effective money. And Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, a mathematically sound, thermodynamically sound money, all decide they're interested in this, right? They're not endorsing a tulip bulb. So there you have it. That's coming directly from the Giga Chad, Mike Saylor, one of the great Mikes of our times. Mike Jackson, rest in peace. Mike Jordan, greatest b-ball player of all time. We got Mike Tyson, the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time, legendary, the youngest champion we have ever seen. And the legends of the Mikes continue, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.